firstly, I just want to say for anyone that is like that, that's coming out of something, just to know that those endings are not failures. Like those, just because that relationship has ended or that job's ended or you've shifted the direction of your business, like these things ending are not failures. They are like the beginning of something new. It's a powerful catalyst for something even more magical than what you could have realized. Welcome to the Alignment with the New Hoffa podcast, CEO Secrets. On this podcast, we explore visibility hacks, business strategy, diversity and inclusion, industry insights, and mindful moments in a no BS, no fluff type of fashion. Now, there is no real secret to success, but there are strategies. Hey, I'm your host, Jody K. Edwards from jodykedwards.com. I'm a business coach, visibility queen for the biz babes. I'm also a sweatpants seeking, law of attraction lover, decor dabbler, and a manifesting maven who loves to share her magic with the world and get paid for it, all while encouraging others to do the same. I'm here to help you pick alignment over the hustle every damn time so you can achieve your life and business goals in a state of flow and ease. After ditching the entrepreneur hustle for pure line strategy, I was actually able to fire my boss and hire myself full time. And let me tell you, starting, scaling, and succeeding in business never felt so good. Okay, honey, or look good. All right. Now it is time to get aligned and experience a mindset shift and business growth strategies like you never have before. If you're ready to align your mind and release the magic within you, then keep on listening. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Alignment is a New Hustle. But this time around, we have CEO Secrets and welcome to the rebrand. We have our first guest here on the rebranded podcast, Savvy Care. She is a self-love coach and she is so passionate about helping to awaken each woman's divine radiance. She guides women to fall deeper in love with themselves and release the blocks they have to feeling worthy so that they can create magical lives full of passion and purpose. Through one-on-one coaching, her group coaching program, Release Your Radiance, workshops, as well as retreats, Savvy's mission is to guide you, as well as other people who are excited to be on this journey, just basically as many people as possible to step into their truest essence, find their voice, and forge their authentic path in life and business. I am so excited to have you here, my friend. We have been doing a few fun things on the gram, collaborating and going live, and it just felt so aligned and so perfect to have you as the first guest on the podcast rebrand. I would love for you to tell tell the audience a little bit more about you, who you are, mm. how you started this journey. Ah, thank you so much for having me, and I'm so excited to be the first guest. Super excited on the on the rebrand. So thank you so much. And I love that we've connected. So yeah, thanks for having me. I'm Sabi. I'm a self-love coach. And it really is, you know, as as you just shared, my mission to guide everyone to this this place of deep worth, because it's from that space that we get to call in our desires. You know, whatever it is that we're we're desiring, whether it's business success, a nourishing relationship a beautiful home, you know, all of these things that we're wanting come to us more sustainably. And quite frankly, they feel more authentic when we're calling them in from a place of deep self-love and self-worth rather than from lack, you know, rather than from like, my life isn't that great. It would be great if I had that thing. 
So that's kind of in a nutshell, the, the work that I do. Oh my gosh. And I am all too familiar with that lack state. I feel mm. like if you're here listening to this podcast, you might know a little bit about that as well. Let's, let's dive into that. Just like mm. how, how we feel so much lack in our lives and how we can translate that into what you're an expert at, which is essentially this like self-love embodiment and not just within yourself, but within your business as well. Yeah. And firstly, I think it's important to just acknowledge the, the, the kind of the mistake that, that a lot of people tend to, tend to make when they're working on manifesting or calling in their desires or, you know, their business success is this, this feeling that like once I, get that amount of money per month or once I get the partner or like once I move to this house in my dream location then my life will be better you know then I'm gonna feel really really good and when that's the starting point you're placing your happiness your success your like well-being and you're feeling good on something that is totally outside of you. Um, and then when that thing comes along, you might feel good for a, for a moment, you know, you might feel satisfied for like the first day or two of hitting that however many figure months or that first kind of couple months with the, with the new dream partner. But soon enough, the cracks are going to show if you are placing your worth in that thing. Um, and so the, the shift is when you know that you are inherently worthy, when you know that you're already enough right now in this moment. And from that place, you can then call in those other things. So it's kind of like simple, yet not so simple, um, right. but it is the biggest shifter. Oh my gosh, that shift. <laughs> I always mm. say like, you've got to get rid of the shit before you can <laughs> to that shift, but it's so true. I would love to know like when your shift was, like when you w decided that I want to feel inherently worthy, as you so beautifully said. A big turning point for me was coming out of a long relationship, an 11 year relationship when I was already, you know, pretty young, like kind of 20, 28. Um, so I'd been in that relationship for my whole adult life. Right. And coming out of that relationship was like the biggest wake up call I've ever had to just assess my life and what I wanted and how I'd been showing up because in so many parts of my life I've been showing up in quite an aware and awakened way I was exploring lots of different career avenues and I was really passionate about um following my heart and curiosity but yet in the relationship there were many times where I self-abandoned you know and w didn't stand up for myself and wasn't treated in the way that I really really deserved so coming out of that was the the biggest kind of breath of like ah I now get to choose you know I now get to choose when I realized I'd spent a long long period of time not being the one that always chose exactly how I wanted to live my life how many of us are mindlessly going through the actions and forgetting that we do have the power that we can choose how we want to live our lives I uh, I feel that I actually was in a very long long relationship for about nine years with an ex of mine and it just ended like terribly and mm -hmm. that for me also was when I realized that I know we were just talking about this a little bit before we started recording but 
had to really work on my emotional intelligence and all this love that it's giving to other people. Like it was so detrimental to my well being because when they left, I didn't have any to give to myself or I didn't even know how to give that to myself because I was so used to pouring it into someone else. And here's a crazy thing. You'd think I would have learned my lesson, but yeah. I actually, from that breakup, started Alignment is a New Hostel LLC. So it wasn't even necessarily like, I was like, oh, that person's gone now. Let me pour it into myself. I guess kind of, because your business is an extension of you. Mm. I poured it all into my business. And here we are three years later. Like, mm, it's, wow. it's just... It's so, it's so interesting how, how much can change when we decide to make a decision. Because yeah. in that moment, like I just was really inspired by the story you just shared because I could have picked something else. I could have picked yeah. some type of self-sabotage, but I picked my business. I picked me and, and went with it. I want to chat a little bit about this like self-abandon that you touch on. Mm-hmm. and why you believe people do this and what the first step they can take to choosing themselves you know self-abandonment is when you <laughs> abandon yourself for someone else when you leave behind what's really really best for you and you kind of say yes to the other thing but here's the thing if you're abandoning yourself to be in any situation is never actually worth staying in because you're not able to be the fullest expression of you there. You know, you're not able to be the fullest expression of you. So you're abandoning yourself and you're kind of this, this, this smaller version of you to be able to stay in this situation. And this could look like a relationship. It could look like a job that doesn't serve you. And that's asking you to, to not show up as you, you know, it, it could it could be so many different things. And so I forgot the second part of your question already. Oh, the yeah, first step. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the first step is to actually know that you're doing it because that's really can be really, really challenging, especially, especially if it's in a relationship situation that isn't super healthy. It can be very easy to just get used to showing up in the way that you are without realizing that actually this isn't what's good for me you know or it can be very very easy to be in the same job for five ten years that you don't really like the that is bringing you zero joy or fulfillment and you just stay there just because it's easy and you're used to it so i think the first step is actually to become aware that this thing is not for you and you have the power to take yourself out of that I know we're both like super woo, which I, (laughs) um, that sense of awareness, like being aware, especially for those that are listening that might be in this situation right now, that might be in a relationship that's no longer serving them or might have just walked away from that relationship or someone who is in a job right now that's not serving them or might have just walked away from a job, right? I think there's this like weird transition I remember going Mm. through my breakups and I remember um even just like the day after leaving my nine to five it was like this surreal moment where I didn't really know where to place my energy and it was almost like I really had to focus on grounding and coming back home and centering and Mm. all of that but what would you say would help people to be aware? Is it strengthening intuition 
and how would someone go about doing that? Firstly, I just want to say for anyone that is like that, that's coming out of something, just to know that those endings are not failures. Like those, just because that relationship has ended or that job's ended or you've shifted the direction of your business, like these things ending are not failures. They are like the beginning of something new. It's a powerful catalyst for something even more magical than what you could have realized. And I think that's, that's really important to, to know that because the endings of those things can be really upsetting can they can be really really like painful when you're in it but just holding the faith that something more powerful is coming along now um is is really really important so so definitely that and in terms of awareness i think it's really important to spend time with you to 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 know what feels good for you to know what you like and what you want because the more that you tune into that kind of energy, the, the more able you are to, to notice when something isn't for you. And there are so many different ways of, of being with you, you know, taking alone time, meditating, having like a, a miracle morning or like some self-love time in the morning where you set aside some time to do something for you or like so many different ways, but actually having a regular practice of checking in with yourself, I think is so important to develop that awareness. Oh my gosh, you know, I'm super nosy. I'm a nosy bitch. So <laughs> what does your self-love time look like? Yeah. So I it called that. I know I do mm. on my stories every Monday. I do um millionaire morning routine or like yeah, millionaire morning something mm. movement, yeah. all of these things. But you said self-love time. I'm super intrigued. Yeah. Yeah. So I call it self-love time because for me, that is my non-negotiable time for me before I give myself to anyone else before I take my phone off flight mode um that is my time for me so yeah have my my phone is on airplane mode um I wake up I meditate um I then do a few different things in in a journal um I have like whatever it is that I'm calling in I'll have some kind of affirmation for that so it might be the same for a while it then might shift so I tune in with that um, I have a little gratitude practice writing down the things I'm grateful for um, I set an intention for the day ahead um, just so that I can kind of tune in with what I'm it doesn't even have to be anything crazy you know but just so that I can go into each day with some kind of intention and then I also really really like to check in with how I'm feeling like a really honest heart check-in as I wake up how am I feeling right now and whatever the answer is, is okay. You know, like whether it's amazing, whether it's really, really shit, whether it's anything in between, like I welcome it all. Um, so that's kind of what I do, um, journaling, and then I'll have some kind of movement practice. It might be yoga, it might be a bar class or something, something like that. Oh, yeah. I actually wanted to touch base on that because you mm. do these beautiful movement routines over on your Instagram. And for those of you that want to follow along, side note, first of all, take a screenshot of this and take us on Instagram. So Savvy's Instagram is at S-A-B-I dot K-E-R-R. -R, and mine is at Jody K. Edwards. And let us know what your biggest takeaway is so far. Mm, so yeah. I would also love to encourage you guys to take a look at her Instagram reels. 
I was looking at some of them this morning and your first one was this beautiful dance routine. And I was like, oh my gosh, Homegirl has been doing this for a minute. And then <laughs> I never tune into your stories. I sometimes see you doing this beautiful movement in front of the mirror or window or just like in front of the camera. And it's so, oh, like I've chills thinking about it. It's just Aww. like so beautiful to see someone, especially a woman of color, moving and taking up that space. I know this is something yeah. that you and I had a chat about on your um, IGTV series, mm. series, so you guys definitely tune into that as well, but taking up space as a woman of color and finding your voice and that movement practice, has that been something that you've intentionally implemented to take up more space? I'd love to know a little bit. Yeah. I love this question. I love this question. Um, so I've, I've been dancing for a long time, you know, since I was, since I was a teenager. Um, and it's been, there was a, a, a point in my life where I wanted to be a dancer, actually. And, and I was kind of deciding when I was at school, do I go to dance college after I finish? Um, or should I go to like university and study something really academic I ended up kind of doing both I went to a dance college did a short course then I went to study economics at a really serious university here in London um, and kind of in between then and now I've done many other things I spent a year dancing auditioning I've got many um, like dance teaching qualifications so I've taught dance and I've explored other other really different types of jobs as well before coming to what I do now as a coach um so I've always dance has always been a part of my life um but it's kind of been like the more I've stepped into this work that I do the more I've given myself permission almost to to share what it does for me there was a time when um I thought like oh to be a really serious coach you know like I can't show myself dancing or you can't look too sexy or I can't, I can't teach yoga anymore or all of these things. I think we've talked about this before. And I realized actually these things are an important part of my life and they've helped me so much. So it's my, it's like, I have to share this, you know, I have to share this. And the, the funny thing is, people are actually the most interested in this. <laughs> that personal authenticity yeah. you are. And this is like a CEO secret, mm. this tip, right? You guys, that per personal authenticity will sell more yeah. than your actual programs and things itself. Because when you are showing people this other version of you, people want to invest in people. People want yeah. to buy, buy from people. I think that's just such a really awesome aspect um mostly also i i'm i've been dancing for a long time mm, but yeah. I was more um ballet contemporary i've been dancing ever since i was 10 i was part yeah. of a dance company um danced every year nutcracker for like 15 years with some of like milwaukee ballet dancers and i was never that good like there are people in my studio a lot 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 <laughs> <laughs> more graceful and flexible than I was so I think that's definitely my draw to it is because I I see your movements and how sharp they are and I'm not just looking at it from like a dancer brain perspective I'm looking at, at it as just like a it, it's free form it's free flowing and just like how much expression you're able to show us through your body and thinking there's some people who I know 
who wouldn't even want to learn a dance for TikTok, right? They don't, they don't <laughs> even want to show up yeah. on Instagram or any of these social media platforms doing anything that's out of the realm. And I, this is so important. So I definitely want to dive into this a lot more is just the professional aspect of coaching because mm -hmm. for me as well, it was so much like when you mentioned like being sexy, I just watched your last photo shoot. It sounds like I'm a huge stalker, but girl. <laughs> <laughs> I had to study you, okay? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I can talk about you on the podcast. <laughs> um, for those of you that are just listening to this right now, I actually have it recorded. But side note, with that, I used to do, well, I still do before all of this happened, but uh, boudoir mm. photography. And Amazing. I want to talk a little bit about it's okay to... Um, express yourself in a certain way and for us to take the power back and say this isn't something where we are promoting sex right let's talk about the difference between sexuality and sex because it's it's something that I feel like a lot more women want to express themselves in a certain way but we're almost confined in this box because we're afraid of what our clients might think and we're afraid of what the rest of social media might think so yeah Absolutely. It. Yeah, it. absolutely. There's so much fear there in allowing yourself to, to show up in that way because there's so much conditioning around women's sexuality, around, around it being slutty if you wear a certain item of clothing, you know, um, around women not feeling safe to show up like that because of challenging experiences they've had um, or things that they see in the media. There is so much around our bodies not really belonging to us, you know, and us always having to think of certain things before we wear something or before we show up in a certain way. And so there's all of this second guessing, which, which stops us from just showing up however we want to. And there is so much power that comes when you allow yourself to embrace your, your sensuality and your softness and your femininity in that way. And it's really like, <laughs> the funny thing is, I get the most engagement. Like I think you were that um, real where I was posting about the, the photo shoot that I did. Um, I was like almost like blown away, but yet not at how many women were like, I want to, I want to be able to do that. I, I like, I want to be able to feel that confident in my body and have photos taken of it. Like so many of us want to, but there's the fear and the awkwardness that comes because it's something that we've been told isn't quite allowed. Um, so it's really a, a letting go of a story that is so deeply embedded in our society. Um, because there's so much freedom that, that, that comes when you let yourself step into that space. What was it like for you to first step into that space? Like, do you remember your first video that you posted or your first photo that you posted that you felt was mm. like, Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, I really, I don't, I don't show that much flesh, you know, on, yeah. on the ground. Like I, I'm like, I'm fairly conservative most of the time. Um, and I, in that relationship actually that I told you about the one that um, I came out of after 11 years, um, there was quite a lot of control around what I wore around like him not wanting me to look too sexy, especially if he wasn't there, you know, um, 
Um, and so it felt like quite a reclamation, like me being able to post a video um, that, where I didn't have too much on. Like, so actually I think it was a video of me, I think I was in Bali and I was dancing with just, it was like a woke up in the morning, was basically doing mirror work in front of the mirror to like a sexy song. And was just like dancing. I think I might've had like my bra and some shorts on. Um, and for me, that was kind of like, wow, like this is just totally natural. I'm just doing this for me. And this is something that I would have never posted a few years ago. I would have never posted it because I would have judged me back then. You know, I would have judged women that posted themselves like themselves um, on Instagram with, without too much on. And I realized that that was part of the problem. You know, I realized that that was part of the problem that I would have judged me back then. And so posting things like that every now and again, not that much is really a, a reclamation of my power. And it's like I get to choose, you know, I get to choose how I show up. It's not for anybody else to decide. I'm writing, you guys, I have so many notes, like a whole page. <laughs> <laughs> tied back so beautifully. I get to choose how I show up. I get to choose what I post. And all of this can segue beautifully into how we use our voice and how we show up mm -hmm. and just all of the different options that we have when it comes to how we present ourselves online and yeah. not letting anyone else take that away from you. I have friends who feel like they can't show that they're, you know, at a restaurant or just got their new Audi or, you know, their Chanel bag because they feel that they're going to be judged. And then the opposite is true for like less materialistic things. And it's okay to want to show off the things that you've worked so hard for. Let me just have that disclaimer there. But then also same thing. It's okay to want to show off body for those of you listening i'm wearing like an off shoulder sweater dress <laughs> but watching it you guys this is something even like in different cultures we we have different i would say rules essentially but realizing that the only rule that you really really have to follow is like me showing just this little bit of my shoulders right now could be offensive or could be too much for someone now mm -hmm. keeping in mind those cultural differences of course you have what's wildly accepted and what's not within your culture but we're just talking kind of like more generally here right now and just even like how you touch yourself like in terms of like i'm touching my clavicle you guys so don't freak out <laughs> but like <laughs> um just like the delicacy of <laughs> getting real deep in this episode oh yeah <laughs> just like the delicacy of like the feminine body in itself and really learning that the only rule you have to follow and the only rule you should follow is the rule that you have for yourself. So if you have this rule that you can't post this or you can't show up this way, I mean, that's okay. But is that really your rule or is that a rule that you feel like your audience or society has placed on you that you really could break that rule at any time? So mm. encouraging you guys. To Absolutely. I love that. I love that so much. It's like, whatever. Whatever you decide is fine, but like, make sure that's coming from you and not from someone else. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Can you talk to us a little bit about this mirror work that you mentioned earlier that you were doing in Bali? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the one I specifically mentioned was dancing in front of the mirror. Um, and as you know, mirror work is super powerful in whatever form you do it in. You can stand in front of the mirror and, and say affirmations. What's really powerful, if you're new to, to mirror work, is to sit in front of the mirror and look into your eyes. That sounds a little, a little funny. But what people realize is that they're so used to looking in the mirror to do their makeup or to do their hair, but they never actually look at themselves deeply. They never actually sit with their souls, you know? So actually taking the time to look into your eyes and just sit with that. I love, I super recommend that. Um, having an affirmation practice in front of the mirror can be amazing. A movement practice in front of the mirror, whether it's like sensual touch, whether it's dancing, whether it's like whatever you like, any kind of body love and gratitude in front of the mirror is a, is a space to, to practice like being with you and practice being with you in a really, really loving way. So yeah, I love it. <laughs> Oh, all of those such amazing gems. And I, I know there's a place that people can go to learn more about this for from you, right? So can we talk a little bit about maybe just like what you teach in some of your programs, what you mm. teach inside your content? Because for someone listening to this, if you're new to the podcast, first of all, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've been here for a while, maybe this this thought is new to you that you can engage in all of those things, right? Sensual touch without feeling slutty, feeling safe in what you're wearing without second guessing that. And even just like, what is it? We have like the power stance, right? Where I think Tony Robbins coined that power stance. You stand in front of a mirror and you, you say your affirmations and it's really just all about changing your physiology to make sure that you're not just saying like, I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. You're like, I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. And the energy you put behind it is so, so different. So is that something that you cover more in detail in your programs? Yeah, totally. Um, and in a different way to that, but similar kind of vibe. So um, I have a program called Release Your Radiance, which is an eight-week group program for women on all things stepping into your worth and really awakening the radiant, powerful goddess within so that you can show up powerfully in, in your life and your business. Um, and it's all about coming home to who you've always been, you know, letting go of searching for something else, for someone else and tapping into this radiance that is you, allowing yourself to be more you than you've ever been, because that is the, that is the secret source that's going to help you show up in your business when you can just be yourself and let that be seen on Instagram. And that's the secret source that's, that's going to help you in your relationships when you can just show up as you and, and let that be all that needs to be done. So release your radiances. Yeah. It's this space where we work on all of that from a place of deep self love and embodiment. So I, I, use lots of I use some stuff from my dance background there's movement involved um there's meditation there's weekly like so much juicy content weekly module videos we have weekly sessions where we all come together as well as reflections and workbooks um so it's a really like I'm so it feels like I've literally poured it from my soul. It's like all of the stuff that comes together um, to help women step fully into their radiance. And it's in there. And it's in there in a really embodied way. So we're not just talking about it. We talk about it, 
but we also do it. We also embody it. We also get into our bodies so that we can feel what it feels like to be that much in your radiance. That is, that sounds like a phenomenal program. And I, I, you've said so much within that as well, that implementation piece is so important. And, um, would you say your niche, are you, would you say a niche is more entrepreneurs or just really women who are on this self-love journey? Because I feel like a lot of what you mentioned would really help people with their marketing and like me as a business coach and you as the self-love embodiment coach and just showing up in this space and just being like a, such a bright light for Mm -hmm. others. It, it seems like we have like this really beautiful crossover here where you're teaching people not to just release their radiance, but really stand in their true authenticity and something you had mentioned, just like showing up and allowing themselves to feel more them, which I I know is a a huge issue a lot of people have. And that's why they don't post. That's why they don't, aren't consistent on social media. That's why they're not, you know, hopping on trends to gain that little bit of visibility from TikTok, y'all, right? And all the things. And yeah, yeah, what what would you say? Yeah, no, that's such a powerful question. So it's not, it's not, the program isn't just for women in business, Mm -hmm. but actually most of the women that joined last time either already have or want to have a business. And so I saw the massive, like, and I've always known it, but it was so apparent when, when we did the last round of how important this work is to show up as a leader, to show up as a leader in your business. Like self-love is the secret ingredient that is going to shift your business. Your business is self-love work. Everything that you just said, right? When you're feeling confident in yourself, when you're able to know your value and stand in your worth, you've got no problem showing up on Instagram. You've got no problem sharing your message. Like you've got no problem doing the things that need to be done to let yourself be seen. So, so many of the blocks that entrepreneurs have aren't like business blocks. They're what I call self-love blocks, or Mm. you might call them mindset blocks or, you know, but for me, they're actually about the relationship that you have with you rather than a specific business strategy issue. It's like your self-love blocks are stopping you from implementing that strategy. So we need to do this work. Otherwise, like the strategy can't work by itself. It needs you to to, to operate it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many good gems here. That was absolutely phenomenal. I, uh, I really, really believe that like these self-love blocks stop you from implementing that strategy. And it's not so much um, confidence because that's something that I get a lot like, wow, you're really confident. You're really confident. And when I show up the way I do, I don't know if this is true for you as well. I'm not so much thinking like, wow, I'm super confident and I'm like obsessed with the way I look. It's not that. It's just like, I love and honor myself enough to show up as me that day, because Mm -hmm. I know I'm working towards the version of myself that I want, whether that's in body, mind, soul, and spirit. But um, before we end today's episode, what would you say your, your definition is of true alignment? Because I feel like we've talked about so many things, meshing strategies um, with self-love and self-improvement and all of these beautiful S words, right? That we've talked about, except for the slutty. (laughs) 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 Um, Feeling safe and sensual and sexuality and setting those, you know, those, those boundaries for yourself. But Mm. I always like to ask everyone, 
what does true alignment mean for you? Mm, true alignment feels like a fuck yes. You know, it feels like it, you can feel it in your body. You can feel it in your body. You can feel it in your soul. True alignment feels like you're doing what's right for you. Not anyone else. Not what your mum told you or your partner or, your, or whoever. But you're doing what feels really, really right for you. And that is such a powerful place to be. Girl, that is so well said. Probably most definitely going to turn that into a quotable and share it on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in here today. Do you have any final words for our listeners, girlfriend? Yeah, just uh, a reminder to keep showing up as you. To keep showing up as you. That is your secret source that no one else has. No one else in the entire universe and so the more that you can tap into that space, the more magic that you're able to, to, to create. Um, so, so keep doing that. Um, and yeah, just a thank you to anyone that tuned in. Definitely come find me on Instagram and drop me a DM as well. Let me know your top takeaways because I'd love, I'd love, love, love to know. We talked about so, so many good things. <laughs> yes. And where can our listeners find you? Yeah, so over on Instagram, it's my name, sabby.ker. Um, and I'm, yeah. There all the time, on stories every day, sharing, sharing some dancing probably, depending on what day you tune in. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much, girl. And um, you guys, I always like to end these with, you are your best resource and the magic is in you. Until next time, Align Tribe, keep shining your light. <laughs>